Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello there and thank you for downloading our podcast. Hopefully you've done it via the listener app. If you haven't, get off whatever you're listening to right now and go and get the listener app Mm -hmm. and get us there because that's our bougie new little thing. And if you regularly uh, download the podcast, you'll know that last week we uh, had a shout out. I wanted to know how Sean was going over in Japan. Mm -hmm. Sean went over there to do bonsais. Yes. He didn't speak Japanese, and I'm presuming he does now, but he wanted to learn from a sensei over there, and uh, he has said that he was listening, so thank you so much. He said that uh, Corona has been really uh, bad here again, but he's staying as safe as he can. God, I haven't heard anyone call it Corona in a long time. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, I always hear COVID. 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 Mm. Mm. So, well, shout out to him. Yeah, he's... thank you so much for listening. Wonderful young man. He is a wonderful young man. And Rach, you asked for the unicorn, Maddie. You wanted to know if anyone listened to the show in the morning and then download the podcast and listen as well. And a shout out to Rach, Rach Seely. Well found for her. She does that, does she? Mm. Yeah, she said, I was listening back to the podcast and wanted to drop you a message about something. I listen every morning as it helps me keep on track of time. Oh, well, it's not good when Maddie's running early or late. (laughs) That's interesting because... We I get mean, in trouble about not running on time. We're better now mm. because our boss made us change heaps up. But I used to just like the news would play oh, this is 10 the fight. minutes this late. Is the fight. People want to hear the news on the hour and you're like, no one's listening to our show for the hour, for the news, mm. which makes our news readers sad. Great. I like it to be on time, the news. No, but actually mm. thinking of it and Rach continue to come through with the messages. Does she do it to follow the time? Not because she knows the news plays at the top of the hour or I say... 10 past 8 here at B105. So I, I, I save think it's her a, neck. Yeah, it must be. It helps me keep track of time, but I do miss bits of the show because, well, you know, kids. So I go back and listen to the podcast. Mm. Oh, thank you. That's so nice of her. Let's send Rachel a prize. We'll yeah, get her a prize. Yeah. People. people... A clock. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then she'll stop. She's not listening. I didn't think that through. Um, yeah. Well, we'll reward. We should actually start giving away prizes on I our podcast. I want to. I want to do it if you can sign someone else up. So if you can prove that you've got someone else to listen, and I mean, I don't care if it's against... Like a, I shouldn't um, say that. Sorry. Scheme. I don't care if... The, like, yeah. Mm. So if you're in an Uber and you put it on the podcast, they haven't chose to it, but you can prove that you did it, then yeah. you get something. Mm. Oh, yeah. You should yeah, always get something for referring a friend. And then yeah. if those people get two people, and then those people get two people, it you, grows exponentially. You get $100,000. Amazing. That's Just got to make sure no one there. drops it in the chain. and. Mm. Yeah, yeah, let's get let's get Bonzi. some podcast prizes. Right. Well, we are having our let's call it our, podcast bribery. Our I love it. We are having our um, planning meeting tomorrow. So mm. we don't need to have it now. Just done. Done. <laughs> done. Cancel it. Rattle. Is there no better feeling than when a meeting gets cancelled in your uh, diary and Outlook? You're just so like, good. oh, why uh, do you think I'm waiting for living a, it. things to be cancelled this week? Mm. Yes. Anyway, Dave Hughes on the show as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was good to chat to Hughes here today. We haven't mm-hmm. spoken to him in a while. He sounds upbeat. Like, is he? You've worked with him. Like, we've been a bit concerned about celebrities we've been speaking to in mm. Sydney because they seem so Down. Uh, depressed. Down in the dumps. Guy Sebastian, we're really worried yeah. about. Mm. But is it just that he's still got work? I don't Husey? know. He's, he's, he's generally a pretty happy guy. He does get stressed, Husey. Um He gets more angry and stressed than down. I would say so, yeah. But I would also say he's so professional that he would turn it on while the mics are on. And yeah. then be depressed. But that's after. what I meant. That's what I want to but know because Matty no, worked sounded, with him. Mm, what it'd be like behind the camera. Hearing him in you're going to hear today is he it was very relaxed, having fun. Um, but he is one thing about Husey. He is a workhorse. Like yeah. he loves to work. Doesn't drink. Doesn't smoke. Doesn't 
take drugs or anything like that. His, his drug is, is work. Um, and he's insane what he will do. Um, so I think sometimes he does push himself a bit too far and that's maybe when he gets stressed, but mm. Hey, you don't buy block houses sitting around playing Fortnite, as I've learned. That's an old Japanese saying. It is. Mm. I'm going to buy a... <laughs> he who Fortnites never blocks. <laughs> I'm going to buy a Scort. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Oh, is this a turning point for you? You look great in a Scort. Yeah. For sport? Yeah, Can sport, I wear that sport. to the gym? Of course you can. Why would I not do that before? I don't know, mate. I'm going to wear a Scort when we're walking. Yeah, great. We're, is is yeah. this your wife telling us you're a lesbian? Yeah, it's not lesbian. Escort lesbians. That's all. all my daughter wears. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> now made it weird. No, I haven't. I mean, I, I don't mind. I'm are they back in, lesbian are they back in the... fashion? Not that there's anything wrong with being a lesbian. My sister's a lesbian. Does she um, wear a lot of escorts? No. Nah. I, 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 I just find it weird. <laughs> like, that's the least... I would actually say that a escort would be the least thing a lesbian would wear. Uh. No, I just... I don't know. I just can't see... A escort. Do you know what a escort is? Yeah. It's not quite a skirt. It's not quite a short. But that looks like You'd I'm about it. to play oh, see, tennis. Made them, yeah, see, they've made that look sexy. Should I, was, I wear my I kilt? Picturing... You wear a skirt, I'll wear my kilt. I'm getting some new Abby and Joseph stuff. When are we walking this week? Uh, are we walking this week? When my skirt comes. Yeah. Yeah, we can walk. Because I've been replaced, haven't I? She's replaced me. No, I knew you'd be funny about this. I knew you'd be funny about this. No. Got a new, got a new walker. Got a new walker, buddy. That's fine. Oh, well, I, I don't, I don't even go on the walk. I'm yeah. not even invited. No, Why no. don't you come with us? What? Why don't you come with Lou and I? No, I don't want to get involved. No, Lou asked me. Backstory for people who are just joining us. Dav and I go for a walk and we try and go once a week. And I am the worst. I always let him down because I'm a little bit flippant. And last time I wrote to him and he goes, I said, I'm not walking today. And I went home and he sent me a text saying, is everything all right? And I went, yeah, I'm just being Susan. (laughs) Did you get that? And he goes, what? I said, Lazy Susan? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Points for you. Oh. <laughs> anyway, and then well, she asked me if I understood the reference. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> sorry." <laughs> and then I, yeah, so I haven't gone, huh. and I still want to walk with you. Mm-hmm. I, this girl over here, look at her. She wants to wear a skirt. She needs to start walking twice a week. And my friend Lou said, "Do you want to walk?" And I said, "Yes." Yeah. So I'm going for a walk today uh, with yeah, her. You went, well, you went for a walk with her last week too. No, I didn't. He did. No, I didn't. Uh, he did. Don't. I did is, not. This is the saddest thing I've ever watched. I haven't Walked with anyone behind your back, and I went oh. to my dad's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to go to mine. Oh no, I actually would be upset if he started walking with someone else. Like I'd actually well, be really sit down, upset. Sister. <laughs> Are you guys only exclusive? Yeah, exclusive walking? I think yeah. So. yeah, yeah. I would be upset if you. Are you? With ge- you're genuinely upset that she's walking with someone else. I'm not. <laughs> See, and now, now you can't go because it'll be weird. Like, you'd be like, I oh, I told great. you that I was going, though. It wasn't like I just No, you kept did. It a yeah, you told me you were going with someone else. Yeah. You should yeah. have told him you were thinking about walking with other people before you started walking with other people. Well, if but that's see, the case, I, there is a lady she, from school that I'm thinking about walking with her. And but so not you're, around the you're river. allowed to, but I can't. Well, you walk with Gus. That's not the same thing. Well, it is to me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I find my wife in bed with another dog. I'm not going to freak out as much of the other way, am I? No, but I'm just actually I would. That's not. I'm, you're right. <laughs> I'm just saying that you haven't been as available because Gus has come first. That is not true. Yeah, occasionally you haven't wanted to walk because of Gus, and you're like, I don't want to double up and walking. No, then you got all fit, and you're like, I'll double up and walking. But until that <laughs> happened, there was a few weeks there. Don't don't do your Abby Coleman turn a defence into an attack. I'm not. I'm sorry about. I'm sorry that I hurt you. you I can. You have a nice walk. 
you have a nice walk. Well, now I don't a, want to go on a walk. I feel a very short pier. Ash, I should explain that. Sorry, we've got a new producer. Um, Ash, you know when you snort when you're laughing and it's embarrassing? Yes. We have a rule that if one person snorts, we all need to snort because then it's not embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's my girl. It's the Kmart plate rule. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've got to wrap this up because Abby and Ash have got a walk. They've got, they got a walk. Going <laughs> Her name's Lou. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. <laughs> it's the podcast. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. 131060, if you are a unicorn like me, I'm actually going to do it. I'm just going to humble brag here. I'm not even going to humble brag. I was going to say, there doesn't seem like there's <laughs> much humility. Remember that humble brag. Mm. Mm. Yeah. In fact, your face says this is a smirky, <laughs> shmarmy, <laughs> whammy brag. Well, when you're as charming and as self-effacing as I am, and I must be, because it's been a good solid two years now, and I am still, and 131060 if you're with me on this one, I am still on Uber. Five stars. Anybody else? Anybody else, please? I've looked through my trips. I caught a Uber at 3.55 a.m. on a Saturday morning, and I'm still five stars. How is that even possible? That is is impressive. You don't take Ubers that much. Well, you never used to. No, that's the thing. I knew you were going to throw that at me, because last time I talked about this, you were right. I didn't actually take a lot. But if you go to my um, Uber things, there are quite a few. Check, Scroll through that. There are quite a few trips on there. I love this. I'm still a fuck. Well, Look at all these well, opportunities of my well, jerkness well, to possibly come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that, you would that's think, not that right? Much. Keep going. Keep You've going. Got... Keep going. Keep going. Does your oh, Uber it loads up? Yeah. Does Uber yeah, Eats uh, account for? As well, like, does your Uber Eats people no. give you a rating? No. Okay, so oh, just... I mean, they do, but it's two separate two things. Two separate things. Two separate yeah, things. Okay. What are you on, Manny? I'm a four point. Nine four. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm, I'm four point eight two. Ooh. Uh, I look the. I, look... I think you can both do better. Okay. Oh no. L- look inside so yourself. You can do better. Apparently, Ask though, them how they do is. They can ad- mark you down because like, I looked into this. Like, mm. how do you get a five? And there's mm. things like if you shut the car door too hard sometimes. Yeah, if you leave them waiting there. Shame if you're not at you. the location they said. If you book a location where they're not allowed to stop. I remember we had a guy called up when I was saying I was annoyed at it, and he said that. He didn't like people sitting in the back seat and not talking. Mm. Yeah, that's me. And I was like, well, but that's what I want to do. Otherwise, yeah. That's right. And he said, I'm not a chauffeur. We're like, no, man, you are. are. He said you would do that with your husband. I was like, well, I'd like to sit in the back and go, shh. Once you've lost it, can you get it back? I think you can. Because I would like, I'll put that to you guys. You've only got a little bit to go. Claw it back. Come up and join me in the stars. Come up and join me up here. It's what do you fun. do? What do you get? What do you do? What do, what do I do? Like how? Like how do you think you've got your five star? Just by being me, baby. I mean, it's it's intangible. You can't even really. I can't teach you. you but just you like to, to chat. To you it. chat though. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you tip? You're tipping, aren't you? No, I don't tip. I don't even tip. Here's what I do. I'm interested in them, Manny. I'm interested in them as a person. That sounds like a lot of work. I'm happy with my four point. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's going to go down. Last night, I we got him one, and Scotty and I talked. It was really nice. There's something to be said about mediocrity too. You know, like <laughs> it's a good space in life from time to time to sit. And without mediocre people like us, mm, mm. there wouldn't be glorious people like yourself. 
So without the 4.9s and the 4.8s, there is no there five. There is no five. I do. We okay. went in. <laughs> All right. I blame my Give friend when we went to go to an Uber, right? Because, yeah. you know, when she, she, we were walking out, she's he was just rude. I'm not going to give him a good rating. And this is the doors hadn't even shut. Oh. And I was like, babe, I booked the Uber. It's on mine. Oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah. What are you girls out there in the phone room? Nat, who is a raging party animal. Okay. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, I'm a 4.8. Oh, sorry, babe. That's good. And Ash? I'm a 4.84. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. Right, so you and no, no one else has called. You're the only fiver in Brisbane. Mm. Well, I want some goddamn respect. <laughs> you will, but not from us, the Uber driver. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Every time they go five stars, what only a strangers chat. respect you. People that know you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Things you can say would say in bed. Things you can say in the bedroom and another scenario. And today it's at the museum. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, so, so <laughs> Why is there so many old guys here? True. Kara in Ipswich. Now, doll. <laughs> Don't you start that. What can you say in the bedroom, Kara, and at the museum? Is this an artifact? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Benny boy, what can you say in the bedroom and at the museum? Both make perfect sense. If you turn your head sideways, it looks bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, good one. Nice. All right, Nicole in Springfield. What can you say in the bedroom and at the museum? Gosh, it's in good condition for its age. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Mm. They it's, look after it well. Yeah, that's how they keep them erect. Mm. Maintenance. <laughs> Ray in Banksia Beach. What can you say in the museum and in the bedroom, Ray? Would you like me to knock the cobwebs off that for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah. like the way Ray says it too. <laughs> it's all in the delivery. Julian Brackenridge, what can you say in the bedroom and at a museum? That animal is stiff. Yes. Yeah, they stuffed it. <laughs> stuffed it. <laughs> Let's go to Red Hill. Amy, bring us home. What can you say in the bedroom and at the museum? It's not filthy. It's your mind that makes it uh, seem like that. Ooh, look at him. Isn't he well hung? (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Nat, our producer, brought something to the table and we're like, what? That's unheard of. Mm. Or maybe the rules have changed. You reckon they've changed? Could have. Yeah. Well, that's why I want to discuss this this morning because I don't know if I'm overreacting about it, but... As you guys know, I live, I live in a big share house. My boyfriend lives in a big share house. So that means people often come back to ours, you know, you're having drinks, whatever. Mm. And the only, the only perk to having people back to your house is that you get to keep the alcohol that people have left. Mm-hmm. You've got to do the cleanup because yeah. when you're a guest, you just leave when you're ready. Exactly. So yeah. we're left with the mess. So our payment is the booze that you have left. And you get some random stuff. And it's stuff that you wouldn't normally drink. Yeah. Like, oh, this cider. Mm. Yeah. Save it for a rainy day. Um, so over the weekend, yeah, we had drinks on, on Friday day. Mm. Friday day. And uh, so it came around to Sunday. We're having dinner. And someone knocked at the door asking to come and collect their booze from Friday. How much was it, though? Because we, we were like, that's weird because whatever you take, you keep there, or you drink. Yeah. But how much was it? I, be- I believe they brought a case of Coopers. Oh, okay. But it was it's a change of you? Yeah, well, Coopers. But it was a day drinking session. It went all well into the night. Mm. 
It, yeah. So, but were there any left? Because if I were, if it was Friday and then Saturday afternoon, I would have had a were couple. You guys drinking it while you're having dinner? <laughs> yeah. We cracked open the last six pack as we're having our spag bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so there was there was two Coopers left. So right. everything that gets left in that house gets shoved into the fridge, mm. and we were like, "Look, you can have a look." There was two left. Did they take them? They took them. Oh, what color? Lame. But it, maybe it, maybe it depends Green. on their circumstances. That's true. Like if they're a student. And they couldn't afford it. Well, no, you what? take them on the night. Take the shame. And, and you know, because I don't like it when people leave with it. That's but, my that's my thing. Like, no, I've been mocked at her house. Yeah, for no, that. he's uh, he takes his alcohol, and I'm like, no, 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 that's the whole thing, dude. Is you leave if it. someone is putting on the party, mm. you're supposed to leave it out of kindness. Mm. The only... you don't take it. In, every time you leave, it's like ding, 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 ding. It's like you're trying. <laughs> it's to like escape. when I arrive. <laughs> <laughs> the only way I think you can get away with taking the alcohol is if you're the person who takes your own esky. To party. So if you take your own esky and everything, yep. then you're just leaving with your esky. No mm. one knows what's in there because you're not going to take the beers out and put them in the communal esky. See, that's mm-hmm. why I used to drink two years old because no, no one cared if you took it. No, no, you take that. That's the tip. Yeah. Just buy really horrible alcohol and no one will want to come back and collect it. Yeah. <laughs> but this is different. Did they even text you to say they were going to swing? No, past? They, no text, no warning. They just rocked up to the house. Mm. I think that's. But I also think you have at least a 12-hour window, 24-hour window. Do they live close? Oh, I'm not too sure where they live. Because if they've gone out of their way, it's almost like the fuel you've just burned to get the two coops is probably not worth the (laughs) two coops. A friend of mine, and this is a bit different, you know when you take a bottle to share? So you give it to the host, and Mm. if that's not open, she took it back. She's like, oh, oh. we didn't drink it. I'll I'll bring it for another time. And it's like, you cannot. (laughs) You cannot do that. (laughs) Because I always think if you're taking a bottle, it's kind of like you're giving it to the host anyway. But if they don't open it to to drink it, are you allowed to take it? No, it becomes a gift. It's like like if you took a box of chocolates and they were halfway through and then you took the rest. Well, if you're not going to finish this, I'll just take take the hazelnut praline. (laughs) But then also, where does it stop if it's alcohol? Like if it is... If it's food, it's like when you go to a barbecue and say everyone brings their own meat, so mm. you do one of those setups, but then someone brings a huge haul and then yours is left over, you still eat, but then do you take your little packet of well, meat? Well, Esther always forces me. So when I come over and I bring some stuff, she's like, you're not supposed to bring anything. Yeah. So she packs up my bag again and goes, take it. And then I unpack it, and then she packs it up, and it goes on for a few hours until we <laughs> See, leave. See, that dance is fine. If you came back two days later and knocked on the door and <laughs> where said, are all my chips? Where, where are my crackers? <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Uh, let's open up the phones on this one. Is this okay? I want to know if you've ever done it, what was your reasons for it? Because mm. if you're a student and you're like, mm, yeah. you know what, I brought more than what I was supposed to, people all shared mine. I get that. But, yeah, we're, we're all 25 plus now. We have all full-time jobs. We're not students anymore. Yeah. And also it was... Look at you, you're all grown up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> did, did, does he, is he single and did he like anyone it was in the couple. house? Oh, oh she okay. should know oh, better. Oh. She should know better. <laughs> I thought it was just someone trying to find an excuse like, to go and oh, chat to back. the girl. Yeah. Oh, they're anchoring themselves there. Mm, right. Well, phones are open. What do you reckon in this instance? Is there ever a legitimate reason to go back and pick up your booze? Monique and Burp and Gary, are you allowed to do this? What do you think? No. Oh, my God. So much no. My my thing is, I, I've never done that. I I. My thing is my mother-in-law is always trying to give me stuff back mm-hmm. that we take to family events. So we take a bit and everyone takes some, but if we don't use it there, she's like, oh, take it and then take more. And I'm like, no, I just think that's the height of rudeness. I bought it for the party. I bought it for everyone. If we didn't use it now. You guys keep it, even for next time people come over. Mm. No, 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 not taking it back. Hell no. <laughs> you go for everything, don't you, whether it's food or... Oh, yeah, Absolutely. 
we always end up with little leftover things that other people like jelly cups, whatever to take home. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't give me more. <laughs> How you always try new food? The stuff that's left over. You're like, oh, never know. Really buy these biscuits. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, that's one for the night, 131060, if you want to join in here. Nairi in South Brisbane, what do you think? Do you go back and collect your alcohol after a party? Yeah, that's a hell no for me. Hell no <laughs> I too. have to wrangle my partner out of that party before he will check <laughs> if he's left something behind or something. It's embarrassing. I'm like, dude, honestly, if you're doing that, it's time for AA. <laughs> There's no alcohol. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Depends on the alcohol, though. Like when I used in my student days, because I wasn't at school, but I was at the age uh, when I was taking a cask of wine to parties. Like you're allowed to take that with you when you go. No. Right? No, I'd no say, never. Really? No. Yeah, you take it. You're supposed to sit there and drink five litres of cask no, wine? No, it's not for you. It's for them. You leave it there. But they don't want yeah. it. But it doesn't matter. They can do it for yeah. cooking. They can clean a barbecue with it. Wasting. But let them decide, honestly. Mm. Like, I drink ink, ink gin. Oh, nice. That's expensive. Yeah, and he drinks Gentleman Jack. And so he's, like, talking about the whole inconvenience of having to go and pick up another bottle. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, no, 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 no. You just leave it for the host. Okay? Are you going to leave it now you've heard all this? Or are you just... God, no. no. <laughs> I mean, well, you know if you do take goon, the host is going to chuck it in the bin. Yeah, exactly. But, but I think... You still can't take it with yeah, you. Yeah, that's what's got to happen. Watch me. Um, James, in Forest <laughs> Lake, hey? what, what do you think? Can you go back two days later to the place of the party and collect your alcohol? Hell no. All right. Well, they're all no's. Everybody knows. It's like a walk of shame. Mm. Mm. It is. <laughs> I had a mate come back, and it was two weeks after the party, he come back. <laughs> to go out and he goes, oh, you still got that bottle of vodka? I said, man, I drank that the next night. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone has said no. And they look at you, don't they? They look at you with it in your hand with disgust. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Good on you, James. All right, that's settled then. Um, You need to get new friends, Nat. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If there's something going on in your world and you're like, I wonder if anyone's gone through the same thing, I guarantee they have. So share it to get advice. You can send an email, dearabby at b105.com.au. Or you can call up as well. Rachel, morning. Hi. Now... (laughs) You've got a, a, a bit of a dilemma with someone important in your life, and it is your mother-in-law? That is correct. Okay. So what, what's the story? Um, so ever since I have... Sorry, I'll just um, duck out. Um, ever since I have met my now husband, um, she has gone on and on about my weight. Mm. Um, I'm not necessarily... I wouldn't say I'm a big person. Um and I sort of just let it slide. And then when we got married, it was comments about how much do you plan on losing? What's your goal weight? I sort of let that slide as well. And now I'm pregnant and I've been diagnosed with gestational diabetes. She's consistently commenting about my weight. And when we told her, the first thing that she said was, we better not go put on too much weight because we don't want you looking too big. We'll have to make sure you exercise lots and, you know, lose that weight because that would be really embarrassing. I um, I just don't understand what her obsession is with your weight because I personally think it's rude for anyone to comment on weight regardless. That's just my opinion, whether you've lost weight, put on weight, because I always think it's your body, it makes people feel uncomfortable. That's my yeah. view, view on it. 
But her obsession with her daughter-in-law's weight seems quite concerning. Is she like it with anyone else or just you? Um, she can be quite weight obsessed with people, but I mean, I don't really see her talk to too many other people, I guess. So I've sort of copped it a lot and she only ever says it to me. Like she never seems to say it whilst my husband or other people are around. So it gets really difficult. Um, and usually they'll just be like, they've kind of just been like, oh, well, that's just her. You know, that's, she's always been like that. And Mm. I'm just a bit like, well... (laughs) I don't think that's acceptable of an excuse, but anyway. No. Rach, can I ask, um, um, it, it might be a weird question, can I ask where she's no. from originally? It, she's just Australian she's as far Australian. as I know. But you know, some, some cultures have a yeah, different yeah. view on, on well, weight and weight gain and weight loss. Some it's great when you do put on no, weight because it means yeah. that you have a, yeah, mm. a lot of food yeah. around, which is a good thing. But mm. Rachel, all of her comments are completely about herself. She obviously has a quite, um, she's obviously got some sort of problem. Is she thin? Uh, she is the one that maybe eats one meal a day. Yeah, right. yeah so okay. she's got she's got some sort of eating disorder herself, and she's projecting it on other people. But you have, yeah, do you feel comfortable saying something like if you said? I oh, have previously. I've sort mm-hmm. of made some passing comments, especially when she was going on about my weight during my wedding. I was like, mm. look, I've, you know, I've, um, this is me. I, I want to be me at my wedding. I don't want to look like someone and then spend the rest of my life going, oh, I want to get back to my pre-wedding weight. Like, yeah. I just want to look at my photos and go, well, that's just who I am. Um, but I'm starting to now get to the point because she's sort of made comments about, you know, my future baby and said, yeah. we don't want it to be. You've got to watch how much you feed him and rah, rah, rah. And I'm kind of like, I've just said to my husband, I'm like, you know, I kind of don't know how much longer I can keep yeah. just holding just- on. And I don't want to explode and then be the, the psycho pregnant lady that mm. is like mm. just say to her, Hey, <laughs> I'm pregnant, so your son likes what what's happening here, right? <laughs> oh, like, make it awkward. Like, like, he's happy. <laughs> I didn't get twenty weeks pregnant. I see, I, I I would love your husband to be able to say something. And the mm. problem is he's obviously grown up with her and he knows all the comments and they're all um they can all sort of desensitize from it because they don't really mind. But do you feel like he would be comfortable saying, look, the comments are really um, upsetting my wife, you need to stop? He's not a confrontational, he just hates that. Mm. Yeah. You know, I've we've had many disagreements and I've spent many, many times crying about it. And, mm. you know, just like recently I've been sort of saying like, you know, if I've been putting up with it for a long time and with me I'm like, whatever, I'll deal with it if they're comments against me. But I, I'm not sure how I would deal if she made comments against my child. Oh, yeah, I good point. at that point I would be, and I just, and I've sort of said to him, I was like, look, I'm going to give you a heads up because if she says something about my child and says they're fat or something, like, mm. I'm probably not going to hold back. But mm. now I'm starting to get worried that I'm going to look like the idiot that's, right, you know what I mean, well. like that's overreacted after so long when mm. I've apparently also put up with it for so long. It's... Yeah. Let's help you out. 13, 10, 60, how does Rachel deal with her mother-in-law here? Whether you've been in this situation before about anything, have you had to speak up to your mother-in-law and tell her to stop? How should she approach it without it turning into World War Three? Which it very well could. Uh, <laughs> Rach, hang the line and listen yep. out, all right? We've got people coming through right now. All right, thank you. All right, Letitia and the Gabba, have you got any advice for Rachel? I do. I think you said it yourself before when you said that if it happened and she said something about your child, you just wouldn't stand for it and you wouldn't hold back. I just think respect yourself enough now, love yourself enough to not stand for it and don't hold back. 
You don't have to listen to someone talk about yourself like that. That's awful. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. What you do for your child, and I get that because you love your child more than anything else, but you should love yourself as much. Definitely. Love yourself, if not more, because Mm. you have to be strong enough to set the standard for what your children will then believe in. Mm. You are worth everything that you think your child is and more. Rachel, have you ever asked her why she comments? Uh, No. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Because you don't want to upset, which I think is what it's coming from. You don't want to rock the boat. Exactly. And I've, I think I've just always been like, I'll just sort of whatever. Say mm. Brush it off, yeah. I just pretend, yeah, I just try and pretend. I mean, initially it was quite upsetting and I used to go home after being with her and her hearing the comments and cry quite a, oh. a lot about it. But mm. obviously, you know, I've developed a thicker skin and learnt to be like, oh, well, that's just her. But again, I've found myself falling into that exact same category where I'm making excuses and I just don't think. Yeah. Uh, hey, Kirsty from Ipswich, what do you think? Hi, guys. Hi, Rach. Firstly, sorry that you're actually going through this. You know, I've been put in a situation very similar where um, someone said something inappropriate to me at work and I thought that maybe my advice from that might help a little tiny bit. But um you know, when I was put in a situation that I was made to feel extremely uncomfortable, I um, I went home and I thought about exactly how this person made me feel. I thought about what I wanted to really say to them um, and I kind of just went over my notes um, over and over and then when the situation um, come and I saw them again, um, I actually straight away just said to them, um, this needs to stop. Mm. You need to stop. You're making me feel really uncomfortable. I don't appreciate the way you're making me feel. Um, and, you know, that person might not, like your mother-in-law, she might not know that you actually feel the way that you feel, but I think you definitely need to say something, um, you know, not just for you, but also for your child as well, because um, like the previous lady said, when your baby comes, 100%, you will not stand for that. <laughs> you know, you've got pregnancy hormones now, and you might have after pregnancy hormones later, mm. so um, it could blow up even more. <laughs> right, yeah, but prepare it so it's uh, you say what you want to say rather than act <clears throat> emotionally <throat> and, and say mm. something that you might Everyone regret. is saying that you're going to have to say something, great. Yeah, I yeah. think so. <laughs> and Scott in Redcliffe, what's your advice? Um, hey, I, uh, I reckon that the husband needs to stand up for a bit more. It's his mm. mother, not hers, so... That's true. Yeah, especially if he knows how much this is affecting you, or maybe you've been um, holding that back as just going, "This is affecting my, this is affecting my mental health. I, it can't yeah, do it. Yeah. Can't do it anymore." And if it comes from the husband, it hopefully would be a bit better because it's his mother. Like you mm. know, I've been through a similar situation, probably a lot. No offense, a lot worse than this. And um, yeah, we distance ourselves from them, and they haven't made any effort to come see our kids, so we're actually happier. We don't have to listen to it and. Whatnot. So we're always welcome for them to come back, but if they don't want to show any effort, then mm. we're off without them. So I think your husband needs to say something and stand up to you. If he's scared of confrontation, that's an excuse, mate. No. Nah. Mm. Stand up to your yeah. wife. How many of your dreams? <laughs> and Rachel, if you, if you need anyone, I'll put my hand up as well. <laughs> so, so. How are you feeling about all that? Yeah, really good. I think, um, I mean, my husband does know how much it's affecting me and he's, he's offered, but yeah, it just mm. doesn't happen. So it it just needs to it needs to be said now before, as you're saying, you know, before it's too late. And I say something mm. that I do regret mm. All later. Right. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five.
don't like going out on a school night, but it was uh, the big night for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Last night at the convention centre, they had their award um, ceremony. And I have to say, great to the, t- the you know the top three, Jared Lyons and also Hugh McLuggage. And I had to leave early, so I felt bad. All right, so I didn't hear it. And you had to leave because you were told to leave or just because <laughs> you knew you were coming out? out. <laughs> no. Well, we went to the bathroom because we've got to get up early, so I never go and see it to the end. Like, it was 6.30 arrival. You didn't sit down till like, 7.30 Ooh, um, as they're doing the, the counts for it. And Harvey went to the bathroom and saw Zorko and came out and was like, what are you guys doing leaving? And I felt so bad. I was like, no, well, i got to get up early. He goes, yeah, you do, but he doesn't. Scotty, mm-hmm. you should be staying. And then Scotty was headless because, of course, they did announce this. Top champion with 340 votes is Dane Zorgo. We have a money show. He's such a star. He's a nice guy as mm. well and such a good leader. So congratulations um, to him. Mm-hmm. Now, it was a very mm. eventful night. Because I, I had heard a little whisper about you. I told him and... a story off air. Mm. <laughs> you were, Mama was out. Mama <laughs> no, was out on Sunday. I was. I did something... That was an off-air conversation, though. Yeah, but it's such a not good It's not that good. Such a it's good not that good. I've just, I always feel like I've got issues with underwear. I... Mm. <laughs> Come on. Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> I, I was wearing a really tight dress, I right? saw the photo on Instagram. You looked amazing. Thank you. I was sucking in. Um, and I... After I had some photos done, mm. I didn't. I didn't feel happy with the the lines of oh, the dress. Terrible lines. Terrible lines of the dress. Mm. So I went to the bathroom and decided to like take off ditch. Yeah, and, yeah. and put it in my bag. Yeah, and it was a black one. Mm-hmm. Black cheese string. Yeah. Can I just say at the convention center, you know, when you're there, it's always dark. It's got that like low lighting. They make lighting. it moody. They make it moody. Like a casino. Is, yeah, which is terrible for taking photos, mm. but it's nice when you're there. And I had my black silk mask uh-huh. in my bag. Yep. And it was dark. Mm. So I went and you, you can take it off when you're sitting down. Mm. But to go to the bathroom, you've got to put it on. Mm. So I got it out mm. and I forgot that I had it in there. So I don't have it. to be M. Night Shyamalan to work out where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, the worst thing about that is, yeah. though, it ain't going to protect you against coronavirus. I've seen your underwear. It it looks so similar. It is exactly the same. You've got the fabric and you've got the strings for it. And I could not work out. And Scotty was ahead of me. And I thought, well, I can't stand up until I've got my mask on. I was like, why is this not going on over my ears? And I put it on. I thought, oh, God, all right. And I stood up and walked. And then I was Oh, you actually wore it. I actually wore it to the bathroom. How many steps did you get from the table before you realised that you had a G? kitchen. Wow. Well, that's about 15 (laughs) metres. But it looked the same, and it was no, dark, okay. so no one seen it. You walked past four tables of people with your underwear as a face mask we were actually, on. We were so excited. We are at the front, and we're like, oh, look at us. We're at the front this time. Yeah, so I walked past, and then I got, and I went, oh, my God. Mm. So I had to just swap it over, and I was like, ah. <laughs> Which, lucky I did, because by the time you got out to the... The toilets, it's light out there. Well, that is the difference, isn't it? In the room, once they open that big door, mm. you go out to the it's foyer, like it, yeah. and it's all lit up. <laughs> like like the a other... blue light disco when the lights come on at the end. You're like, <laughs> like the other people going, you're never going to guess where a mask is. Wow. This is why I don't go out very yep. often. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. You go out always. That's yep. why people invite you to things. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the dress was tighter than I thought. You know, in certain countries, mm. you could sell those as a mask if you wanted to. Yeah. Mm. Japan does that, that's don't they? well, yeah. But it was yeah. a great event. 
It was a great. It was, yeah. Zorko's on actually. <laughs> hey, Zorko. <no. laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Oh, yeah, my singer. Tonight, 7.30, Channel 10 and 10 Play. The legend Husey is back on the show this year. And you can hear him, of course, in the afternoons, 6 o'clock here on B105. Hey, buddy. Uh, look, we are, and thanks for having me, legends. Uh, we are super pumped up tonight. It is the... It's the. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. The first few reveals on the Masked Singer, for me, are always the best because it's those... My God, I can't believe you're doing this show. Mm. And that happens tonight and tomorrow night, big time. You know what I'm desperate to see? Because I know there's big international names. I think even you were saying Usher, which is brilliant. But um, I think he said Usher. He's oh, back. did he? Usher. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you know which one I would love? Like, that would just blow everyone's mind is if we had Lindsay Lohan. Oh, that'd no, be a good you know, like she was originally Ooh. on there, you know, as one of the, the yeah. guests. Judges, she yeah. was actually on the show singing. Yeah. I think that'd be amazing. So, look, it's a big show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's all you, happening. But what would be great is if yeah. you were guessing it like she was Kate DeRouge, all the people that Lindsay had no idea about when she was one yeah. of the judges on the show. My, I was originally employed on the show to sit next to Lindsay and to explain to her very quickly who the person whose head had just come off was. So, And I'm not going to lie, sometimes it was hard for me. I'm like, I don't know who that is either. <laughs> but, look, this year the names are huge. They are all household. Old names, and I know every voiceover for every TV show, certainly in the last 10 years, is you cannot miss this. Ooh. You know, you'll be remembering this for you the rest of your life. Like the voice the other night in the semi finals, I said, These are performances that you'll be talking about in years to come. Ooh. And can anyone, anyway, yeah. I was gonna say, Hey, I'm, I'm just gonna, I know you're not gonna say anything, but I just want this on the record okay. that I believe this year the Hoff, David Hasselhoff, will take it off. I think this is the year we'll see him on there. Hoff, take it off. That's good. Yeah, Ooh. I like that. Take it off. Take it off. I reckon Charlotte Crosby. Yeah, good. You want to whack one down, Stav? I'll go Elvis. Yeah, good. Good one. Good. Why right. didn't we look, think well, of that I, one? I, I generally say Elvis. El- yeah. uh, Tupac, yeah. yeah. Oh, look, I, again, I think that some celebrities may have faked their own deaths, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, just so they knew that they would come up for the Mars Singer in 2021. JFK could sing. Oh, now we're talking. Hey, how old is your son, Raf, now? He's 12. He's 12. I heard him on the show with you guys the other day. And yeah. I couldn't believe it because we did uh, the drive show together quite, quite a few years ago, nearly five years ago now. And I heard him back on the air and I was like, oh, my God, he sounds yeah, they, completely they different. Do, I know. Well, yours are like, you know, you, you've got children who are now like basically 19 you know, adults. Yeah, and they're huge. So, um, yeah, he's almost as tall as me. My son is almost as tall as me, and he got on the scales last night, and he said, Dad, I, I, I almost weigh 41 kilos. So, uh, <laughs> honestly, he's like a bloody supermodel. Just got, he's got legs like a giraffe. <laughs> Eats the most crap that a, a human can eat. It's and annoying, just, isn't it? I hate it. <laughs> it is very annoying. I want to get fat. <laughs> I say to Ethan, who's 19, he's 20 in March, and he'll come home with a big can of mother, and he'll have, you know, like a KFC Zinger box, and then he'll eat a bag of chips after that. I do what everyone used to do to me. I was like, that'll catch up with you one day, mate. That'll catch up with you one day. So you'll get fat one day. 
But when? Same age he was as Matt now. (laughs) (laughs) Raph has a bowl of cereal like like an after-dinner mint. You've just already had three courses. You're just going to have a bowl of cereal, Dad. (laughs) Well, I'm going to be fat by the end of this series because I was just saying to Maddie, I don't know what it is about this food, but any time I hear the word kebab, I need to have a kebab. Exactly. I during the filming, which has been done now, so we got to the end of it, and we didn't, you know, no one got COVID, which was great. <laughs> I had a kebab every single night. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. There's a, for people who don't know, there's a kebab uh, mask on the show, and it's a falafel kebab, which is what I have. So, yeah, I, yeah. absolutely, kebab and chips every night. When it was announced what the costumes were, because they do such a fantastic job. I always thought they'd just steal them from overseas, but they do they do new ones. And I was bringing it to the table, um, sharing it, and I said a mullet, which, of course, everyone will know is the fish. Mm. And Matt goes, gee, that's so on topic. I said, why? And he goes, oh, not the hairstyle. Like, he actually thought that someone was going to come I, I thought someone was going to be dressed as a mullet. Well, the mullet's yeah, but- got a mullet. Yeah, the mullet does have a mullet, mm. so it's a, it's a double whammy that one. Oh, so right. and mm. and in the in tonight's episode, I I think I was the one who asked the mullet to do some push ups, and the mullet okay. went down to do some push ups, and the mullet's head came off, yeah. mullet and all. Yeah, it's you didn't see big... anything though, did you? Look, you got to wait. Night, right? Start talking about a show, and you can't say anything. <laughs> well, I can't do anything about the guests. You know, Ooh. I can't. It's like it's it really. I've got. I'm a vault. Do you I'm tell your vault. wife though? No, no one. I, absolutely not one person in the world do I tell. You're so, like, Osher, yeah. you don't want to upset the money that's coming in for it. Well, exactly. I mean, I, I had a dream the other night that I had one of the people on the sh- on the radio show, and I, it was it was a nightmare because I let it spill, apparently. So, yeah. He's got a 12-year-old to feed. He can't be, <laughs> you know. I know. As, as my children say every time they see me on TV, we're so embarrassed by you, Dad. And I'm like, well, you know, that embarrassment has paid for your iPad, right? So... <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are your kids at the age now yet where it's cool that their dad is Husey? Like, have, no. do they, they never use you as like... My 12-year-old son, Raph, has a girlfriend now and I want to meet her and he won't let me meet her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, oh, you're embarrassing. Mate, I'm bloody, you know, I'm Husey for God's <laughs> sake. <laughs> He's like, I know. <laughs> he he will not let you meet his girlfriend. Has your wife met the girlfriend? No, none of us have. Now, we she knows she exists, but, you know, the other... Like, <laughs> The other, I, I, they've had walking dates, and I say, "Where are you walking?" I just drive past, but no, none of that. So, I, you know, we're on Facetime the other night, and I, I said, "Raf, just let me talk to her," and he, he said, "No." And then I just, yeah, I honestly yelled out, "Raf, time for your bath." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. <laughs> oh man, you, you're in that sweet spot where you can actually make him so embarrassed by the simplest of things. Yeah, there's no doubt about oh, it. So, nah, but it's, it's it's been good fun having the kids at home and me at home. It's been good actually. I really you know. All jokes aside, one good thing about being in lockdown cities is that you actually do some, get some quality time with yeah. your family. So, yeah. you'd be happy to having, get out though, won't you? Well, having said that, I want to get to Queensland, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mars Singer tonight, seven thirty, Channel Ten, Ten Play. Um, if you don't get to see it live, you can catch up there. Husey, we'll also hear you tonight, six o'clock here on B one hundred five, mate. Uh, nice to see you this morning. Thanks, Superstars. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I think everyone has that one person in their group that is across COVID numbers, and that is Stab for our group. You always like to keep abreast of the situation, know mm-hmm. what's going on, and we get those text messages of updates, and we're like, Stab, what do you reckon? Is this going to be a lockdown? I think on Saturday everyone was hoping that there wouldn't be um, with a few uh, cases, but they're all in isolation, right? 
Uh, five, yes, it's still yet to be confirmed. It was we have done extremely well, Queensland. We have well done. It mm. is our mass, I reckon, as well. And, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, one we get- of um, Xander's mates, one of his best mates um, from from our school. Mm-hmm. I picked up Xander on Friday. He goes, Dad, I've got some bad news, but also um, like it's not real bad news. Like, what did you do? He goes, no, Jack went home at lunchtime because his brother was um, at that school, so they have to go into isolation for two mm. weeks. He mm. said, buddy, that is bad news for his poor parents. Mm-hmm. Did you hear one of the dads come out and said, are you serious? It's holidays. <laughs> yeah. Well, first week get, of school yeah, holidays. Yeah, an extra week of holidays. Oh, and that was yeah. the only thing he said. So now they're going to be home for three weeks. Oh. And they're like, yes. And how do you feel about He's like, that's a big, that's, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my brother-in-law's, uh, their kids go there, so they're oh, really? 14 days No one could get a surgeon when um, uh, Brisbane Grammar mm. went into lockdown because all the surgeons and their kids there, so oh. it was like, ugh. But we, uh, we've got one week of holidays, uh, school holidays, and then we don't have the second week off um, of school holidays, so we've decided that our eldest um, two... They don't want to go to vacation care. They'll fly to Adelaide by themselves. Oh, that was always fun as a kid, getting to travel on your own. I don't think I ever did it as a little kid. But, yeah, and you get the, they help you out. And Mm. Finney's done it before, and Finney was fine when he was five. Jagger, we've obviously held off because he's a different sort of kid. You don't trust him? No, gosh, no. That's what I said. Like, are you, feel, are you feeling okay babysitting what, your, like your to, brother? To, to take it down the plane? No, just, <laughs> just, you don't really, uh, nah. he's just not that kid. He's okay. a middle child. Yeah, so, no, no offence to middle child, but you know what you like. Yeah, we do. Yeah, exactly. You're always the ones that kind of go, oh, the eldest one will take care of it. I don't, I don't have to follow the rules. But we've had to go through scenarios so that if numbers happen mm. and they're down there, what would we do? What would, what would happen? Pick so, them up when they're 21. <laughs> I said to my mum, I was like, so what's going to happen? Like, because I, if they've got to go to hotel quarantine, no, I'm not going in hotel no, quarantine with two boys no. in one room. No way. God, no. You couldn't leave them in there on their own, though, could you? Well, I'd right. ask, they really frown upon really? that. Really? No, they wouldn't let you. Are they getting food? I they're more safer there than they would be at your house. I can't leave my kids mm. in the same aisle of a car together mm-hmm. for punch-ups. Do you mm. think they're going to be okay for a hotel room for two weeks? Oh, I don't mean I don't. I don't care what they're doing. I'm just saying they'd be, you know, they'd be safe. You'd be fine. Do you know? Rather yeah. than what are you going to do? Just break up the fights. Let them fight them out. That's what, that's what my life is like. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's just constant fights, and then they're best friends. Now, see, but- if you go into two weeks hotel quarantine. You want to do it on your own, mm. not with your kids. Exactly. 100%. Imagine how much TV I'll uh, watch. Uh. But we've had to go through those scenarios where, okay, cool, if that didn't happen, and if you couldn't get back quickly, they would stay down there. So we've done inquiries into the local school there. So they would go to the school with their cousins. <laughs> wow. So your mum rang the school. Well, no, she just inquired when she was there. She does pick up and drop off. All right. So, so she yeah. went to the office. And just said, um, have you had any enrolments? And apparently it's happened a lot for people that have been in, you know, different states. Mm. They haven't been able to get back. So they've enrolled in local schools. And they're like, the curriculum at state schools is all it's the same. same. Yeah. So they can go there. Mm. Oh, wow. God, so, that's playing holidays. Crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed for a... <laughs> they will love it down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There's another show draws to a close. Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Posted a photo on the gram last night because we went out to uh, the Brisbane Championships Awards and there was a few comments and they're 100% right and I was concerned about this when I went out. Mm. This is for the Lions there. Yeah, for the Lions, yeah. Notice anything about Scotty and I? <laughs> 
you know how couples start dressing alike? I didn't notice. We start having the same hairstyle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same. I said to him, mate, what are you doing with your hair? He goes, what? I said, are you going to cut it soon? It's the same length as mine. And because I curled my hair and his hair is naturally curled, it looks like we're You do both have the same. You look like you've been to the salon. Both we got do. A blow away. I got exactly the same. There's a few comments and I was like, oh my God, you're 100% right. So one of us has to cut it and he's refusing to. <laughs> it's exactly the same, isn't it? Yeah, there, there, there are some similarities there, yes. The same colour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. If he starts putting his hair behind his ear... What is it to me? You're trying to copy me. He goes, babe, mine's natural. <laughs> so, wow. Thanks, just, but no thanks. Yeah. Got ya. Yeah. Oh, no, just rock it, I reckon. <laughs> As you know, we have a pet cat, Popcorn Chow Meow. I haven't heard about her for a while. No, well... She uh, wasn't as cute as when she was a kitten, remember? Mm. Maddie wanted to post lots of photos when she was a kitten to get the likes. Yeah, yeah. I just took it, yeah. yeah. Well, it's Esther's cat. You can do ladergram. It's Yeah, I could go back. That's not a bad idea. It's Esther's cat. And we had this thing of, I said to her, if we got a cat, I said, I don't want anything to do with the cat because I didn't want the cat. Mm. I said, so it's your cat. She's like, I promise it will be my cat. But last night at 1am when the cat was meowing its head off and I couldn't work out what it wanted, she was still in bed. So I went upstairs, and it's a very particular cat where it won't use its kitty litter if there's litter in there. So at 1 a.m., mm. I had toilet paper, and I was scooping it out of the kitty litter, wow. and I took it out to the bin. That still wasn't enough, was it, for the cat? <clears throat> and then the cat decided to mess with me, and it climbed up on the basin like it was going to wee in the sink in the bathroom. I was like, get out! And then I went and hid for a while, and I went back to bed. 20 minutes later, I fell asleep. The cat was back in there meowing once again. So I don't think there's anything wrong with the cat. The cat just decided, I want to start a fight with someone. And that person who wanted to fight with was me. Wow. (laughs) So to my wife, (coughs) Esther's cat, Mm -hmm. thanks, but no thanks. We should talk to some sort of pet psychologist. I was just thinking, is that normal that they won't go because there's other... If it's too dirty, they will. Yeah, they like it clean. It was just Just one little one. Yeah, but you know what? That's not the cat's fault. It lives in your house. You're a clean freak. Mm. It's only taking out after its owner. If I start pooing on my floor, maybe the cat will follow. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. "Ah, Maybe. There's only one way to find out, Matthew. (laughs) So my uh, daughter had a birthday party yesterday, and we spent the morning. She likes to, instead of buying the card, she likes to make the card. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, that's nice. And, um, and also saving money. <laughs> that's true. And I took the time to uh, wrap the present. And then when we got down to the party, I handed over the present to the mum. And she's like, oh, that's a lovely card that Rory's made. And obviously she's wrapped the present as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, it did say Jingle Bells. I thought it said Happy Birthday, but it said Jingle Bells. <laughs> I was too invested by then. I was like, ah, oh, bugger, it doesn't matter. It's not that far away to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the bag, man. I always just buy the birthday and, bag. And and book, yeah, the reusable yeah, one. Yeah, and you don't yeah. realise that they actually wrote in the card yeah. that came with the bag. You're like, oh, rip that off. Because in my, in my defence, I was halfway through wrapping when I realised also that I'd forgotten to take any price tag off the three things we were purchasing. So mm. I had to go back in halfway, <sighs> take them out, then put them back into the wrapping paper. But, you know. I'll work on it. What do you just blame this dumping on Rory? Because it took me like a good solid 20 minutes. I wouldn't <laughs> give <laughs> you her the props. credit. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for knowing that. Brisbane
Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105.